0: Welcome back
1: to Bean Stuff.
0: And I say welcome back. Well, this might be welcome for the first time. Thank you for coming back, or in in uh, coming for the first time here. Um, we are on our second episode. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about does the grinder matter? Um, Good question. And full disclosure, we have recorded this. This is the second time we've recorded this episode. The first time. We, we we put music over it because we would try to be hip and cool oh, yeah, it was good music. it sounded good, yeah. but you couldn't hear us no and then we couldn't get the music out of it so lesson learned lesson learned um but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna dive into grinders today um so let's just let's just start it off okay um is the grinder more important than the coffee machine?
1: Whoa, not many people ask that question, Reed. <laughs> Um And I, through my experience now, I would tend to think it's as important. It may not be more important, but it is as important as buying the whole coffee machine, whether espresso, whatever you're buying.
0: So you'd say that not all grinders are created equal?
1: Unfortunately not. Uh, Others would have you believe their one's good, but no, they're not created evil.
0: (laughs) 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 You said evil.
1: Well, perhaps I'll stick to (laughs)
0: that. Wow, so... So, what different, I mean, for for those of us that may not know, what, what different types of grinders are there? Well, are there, the there's
1: a lot lot of options you can go for. You can go from the real basic, and
0: I would call that hammer and towel. <laughs> Which I have seen you do. Yeah. I I think I've seen you do, like, shoe and towel. Shoe and towel. D- Possibly even rock and towel. Uh, yes. Pestle. Uh, I've, I've seen mortar and pestle. Yes. You, I, yep, I've. I remember we stayed somewhere with someone that did a grinder. Sometimes you've
1: got to, because grind is so important. You need to grind the coffee, otherwise uh, the beans, and otherwise you won't have a good cup of coffee.
0: When you need to satisfy a need, yes, yes, you revert to whatever resource is necessary. Yep, yep. Um, but, uh, so, typ- yeah, yeah, but typically,
1: typically, out there is the blade grinder,
0: and that's what I. That's why when I think of a grinder, that's. Not so much now, but that, that's kind of the first thing that usually pops into my yeah. head. That's what you see at the stores. And it's
1: a very common one. It's cheap, which is its, it's probably one of its only positives that it's
0: cheap. <laughs> but it's, you can find them pretty much anywhere. Those are very common. Yes. And like, once again, if
1: you have to, I, I'd, only, I'd use it perhaps for a French press because that needs a coarse grind, and even then it's going to be inconsistent, which is its main problem. It's sort of like, I don't know, what slash and burn. No, that's probably not right. It's like, you know, you have a... Um, what, what's it, You're doing the grass and you do the edges. The oh, like a, weed whacker. Yeah. That's what they are.
0: It's not necessarily the coffee, like coffee whacker. Coffee uh, whacker. I like that. Okay. I like that. Coffee whacker. Um, so you've got the blade grinder. What other yeah. kind of grinders? Well,
1: then you're going to move to the burr grinders. And with, with all these, you've got cheap ones more expensive ones there's imposter burrs what's it
0: oh Oh. imposter burrs i think when we recorded the other episode are you talking about plastic burrs
1: yeah basically they they give you the feeling you've got a burr grinder which is what you want Mm. um but the you look at them and they're either plastic or they're just just indentations within plastic and bulges and it really Mm. doesn't do any better than a you know blade grinder
0: so as you step up from the blade grinder you move to a burr grinder, burr grinder yes and the burr grinder within that realm of coffee grinders there's a wide it sounds like there's a wide spectrum of quality yeah. versus what you're actually getting all yes that kind of stuff. cost
1: is a huge factor in that one you you go from uh you know you've got your flat and conical burrs and then you've within that you've got steel and ceramic so suddenly you've got a whole range which is sort of Exciting because you can buy a lower, you know, these are good things to buy. You can buy a lower one, get used to that, then as you're able to move up.
0: Yeah, and so we had this discussion, maybe it was this morning or yesterday, but um, I want to go into flat versus conical. Okay. Um, we had a discussion about a flat burr yes. yesterday. Uh, which we can dig into, but what I guess just can you describe what I guess what are those what are those two different? Well, there? flat
1: as it, the word describes, it's really two surfaces that are flat, usually in steel, stainless mm-hmm. steel, and they've got uh, they cut very sharp uh, bits uh, throughout the blade, consistent bits, not like the imposters. <laughs> um, and the coffee will go through these two very precise blades, basically mm-hmm. uh, that are sp- uh, one may be stationary or they may be both spinning. And it'll come out consistent, which is what you want with coffee. You've got to have consistency.
0: So it's two horizontally opposed surfaces with teeth on it, yes, essentially. Yes, teeth, yep. And those teeth can be set at a certain distance yes, from right. each other. And then that's what kind of creates... So you can create... Basically, you won't have any grounds larger than yes. whatever you set that opening. You might have smaller, but yes. you won't have larger than yes. that opening. Yeah. And that's... So the 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 flat is going to be that way so horizontally That's opposed, right. and then conical conical it's, it's a
1: similarity usually one's um, uh, stationary and you've got like a cone shape mm. that then made of steel usually again that goes down into that other cone and it, it again gives you a very consistent grind
0: and one of the things I think this is this is what I remember talking about at least was that I had ground some coffee or something and it came out Anyway, we had talked about it, and, and the the flat. We were. At, I asked you the question. I said, "Does a flat burr, like when you're done grinding coffee, is there still remnants in there oh, because it's flat? Does it hold remnants right. of coffee?" B- both more... conical and,
1: and and flat could. Uh, okay. Flat more likely to sort of it. So because the coffee comes down into the to the two flat. Uh, blades there, mm. and uh, it then sort of does a, a, a changes the angle, and that can cause coffee just to sit there and store there. Compared mm. to a conical, that is sort of a straight through conical, it comes through, and you've got no coffee left. And the reason that's important because you may be enjoying one coffee one day, and the next day you would say, "Oh, I want this coffee this time right, and you grind it, and guess what you've you've had some of yesterday's coffee in it as well
0: Well, and, and like we talked about <coughs> briefly in the first episode, but uh, the the grind style for French press being very coarse yes if you you know if you do a, a, a French press grind one one time and the next time you do a a grind for you know let's say an espresso, you could have <coughs> um, me. different sizes within. That first little pass that comes through.
1: That's right, and really, if you're you're changing the method from a French press, as you're saying, to a it to an espresso, you're going to have to just get some coffee going through first, just to make sure um, that uh, there's not packed coffee in there, which means mm. you, you think you've gone down to an espresso grind, but really there's still coffee that's holding the blades apart, and therefore mm. they takes got to get rid of that to then then the blades can come together, and consistently you'll you'll get that right grind
0: and this might be more of a rabbit like maybe you're not going to notice it or or is it possibly may notice differences as you're changing between coffees or even grind sizes
1: yeah you you may not notice it that much but uh you if if you're not i not what do you call that when you you're you're putting it through um so that, that you're getting rid of the old stuff and getting the oh, new purging. stuff. Purging. Purging, that's the word I was looking for.
0: So it's good to just do a purge. Just real a little quick. purge,
1: I don't mean many beans, but that means you just, one, you've got the size right of the, mm. what you want, and also you've got the right coffee as well.
0: That's a good idea. So, I mean, whether you're using, because like, I think of even a blade grinder. Like we talked about, you yes. Know, a blade grinder being good for, or okay, I should say, for French press. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Yeah. Um, a, a blade grinder. How many times have you opened one of those and you've seen so much like ground packed oh, coffee? Oh, yeah.
1: They they pack the coffee and you get all these. You get these really coarse stuff and you get other ones what they call fines because it's so fine, it's so small, mm. it's compacted, and that's that's for grinding. That's what you want to eliminate.
0: Right. There's well, a
1: science behind. There's a, there's a reason for that. To eliminate
0: the the fines.
1: Yes, and 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 the coarseness and make them all consistent. The best way I can think about it is uh, the inconsistency. The way you, you would know about that is, for instance, you have a glass of water mm-hmm. and you put some sugar granules in there and stir it up and eventually, if it's warm water perhaps, you will it'll, um, it'll dissolve into, into the water. Right. If you put sugar cubes in, it's mm. going to take much longer for it to dissolve in the surface area we're talking about. Mm. They've got way less surface area, so therefore... Um, the water's not going to get into that sugar as quickly. Yeah. If you've got both those things going on, you've got big coarse fellas and you've mm. got really uh, fines, real small ones, you've got to have this whole inconsistency
0: as the water goes in. It's going to get some flavors out and others it won't. and it's it's. it's... So you're going to have a really inconsistent extraction of flavor exactly, from the coffee. Yeah. And kind of to touch back, so... Whatever grinder you have, it's good to do like kind of like a purge yep. of Helpful. Yep. the next coffee you're going to be using. Grind a little bit of that. Whether you have a blade grinder or a burr grinder, go ahead and use that yes. at least to clean it out so yeah. it's the same. Um, but with any grinder, you're looking for that consistency. In a, in And the, the biggest piece of that is because if you don't have that consistency, yes. I think of like a sugar crystal, like a big okay. sugar yep. crystal. Yep like i can imagine that not dissolving yep and then like you said like the granules of sugar dissolve and so if you have that inconsistency you might have the right amount of coffee yes but you may not actually get the flavor from like there's just so many variables like you have the right amount but not the right size so you don't get the flavor so there's it, it really does come down to being able to get a consistent quality from your grinder
1: yeah and that consistency unfortunately Moving from the blade to the burr, and then within burr, you've got a whole raft of of um, quality in that. And if, you know, one end you're wanting some really good. I mean, you'd be talking. There's some really expensive grind... You're talking, you know, four, or five thousand plus. <laughs> well, um, well Dittings. Uh, what some other ones there? There's the 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 Marconic, There's a whole lot of ones out there that are expensive.
0: Well, and I guess to that to that end, what um. What are you looking for in a grinder? And let me kind of redefine it because obviously you can spend five thousand dollars and you get a good grinder. Yeah, or I hope. <laughs> yeah. you can get a
1: five thousand burr grinder. Yeah, or so uh, five thousand blade grinder. Oh I should wow. Say. Uh, good <laughs> luck finding that. Yeah, but well, so, be around.
0: So <laughs> yeah. you can you can spend a lot and know you're getting something good. But kind of across that spectrum, what? you know i don't want to spend $5000 right a not nice, fear and, and and so if i'm going to go to a look for grinders what kind of things am i looking for in a grinder
1: okay um, yeah. Like, yeah. you know
0: let's say i'm looking at, at even like goodwill i find there's yes. probably some, you could probably find a good deal there you if could, you keep your yes. eyes peeled but what are the things i'm looking for in a burr grinder to know you know i know that it's maybe not going to be the best but for most bang for my buck yeah yeah
1: thing. I mean, you can do some research and Google, and there's certainly um, makes out there that you know for a start are better. And as i was saying, you can get some that say their their um, blade. I'm sorry, uh, um, burr, bur, mm. or conical. They say all that, but they're just plastic junk, really. And you'll yeah. you, you won't pay so much, but uh, you want to get one that actually has steel or ceramic burrs for a start. And there's some right now, today, um, it would be roundabout about, you probably you want to spend, if you're buying it new, probably $130, $140.
0: On the low end.
1: On the low end.
0: For a, a, a halfway decent, yeah, halfway decent grinder. Yeah, definitely. Well, and so it sounds like the things you're looking for are almost, it almost sounds like quality of the grinder components. Like yeah. it. Like, I know that you've had some, and I won't name brands, but like, <laughs> you've had some grinders that... Are kind of plasticky on the outside yes but on the inside they have like a steel burr and you know maybe that's the way they cost savings of you not paying for this expensive external piece but like don't judge it by what its exterior looks like look at the burrs what kind of what number one what condition are they in and and what material are they you can sometimes
1: even conditions not sometimes you can sometimes buy new burrs for and you need to do that if you're doing a commercial Oh, but you yeah. can you can buy new birds for a, a, a home um, bird grinder as well. Uh, there, I mean, and you know there are some known brands that are actually really good. I I I don't mind mentioning that uh, Baritza has some of the Encore. That's where I started, and that was mm. really good. You could go to a hand grinder, right? Without no electricity now, and it takes a little while. But there's some good ones coming out with just hand grinders now too.
0: Well, and for anyone listening who hasn't gone camping. With us, oh yes, um, which is probably most people. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true. You have a you have a hand grinder. I do. That I feel like you know by the time you're done grinding it, you really want the coffee at that oh, point. Like yeah. you better start grinding before you want the coffee.
1: You get up before everyone else. and start Yeah, <laughs> as long as you don't wake but, them up, of course.
0: But you have that one, and that's. I mean, it's it seems like it's lasted forever. It it has
1: read. I I have to say. Um, it's it's an imitation burr grinder. Oh, no. Not plastic, but <laughs> camping, even that's better than a blade, which you need electricity for.
0: I see a little bit of hypocrisy. Yeah, here. yeah, sorry, mate. I, was t- so I wasn't we'll, going to we'll, tell you we'll, that. We'll but. gloss over that. Okay, we'll pretend, okay. like, pretend like that, you know. What
1: I said about um, manual grinders, though, now you can get good ceramic mm. stainless steel. You can get good manual grinders now. But what I was looking at in my day was it was pretty cheap, nasty stuff. Yeah, so,
0: so if you're at Goodwill, go ahead and take the hopper off and yeah. just see if they're metal. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, that sounds like, yep. that sounds like the biggest piece. is just for yeah. metal or ceramic, just not plastic. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's so much you can go into as far as like the, the scale of adjustment that you have with it. Oh, right. Everybody makes a grinder that has a different, you know, its scale of adjustment is different, different from the next. Yes, um, That's probably not as crucial as you're starting out. Yes. As long as it has the ability to adjust. To change, which... yeah. But if you Those...
1: those uh, the cheaper of the good uh, style of grinders, mm. of the beer grinders, they probably won't do your espresso, which is really sandy, thin sort of stuff. Mm. They Some do, um, but you wouldn't want to do it all the time. They're really good for a pour-over or, or a French press. They do them consistently. Yeah. Um, but uh, to get really fine Turkish, you're going to find them, they're going to have to be working pretty hard to, to get you a, a good espresso.
0: So it sounds like, uh, and it kind of makes sense, I guess, but the, the coarser the grind is, yes. the less expensive a burr grinder is, it's going to be more able to consistently provide a coarse grind as yes. opposed to a fine grind. So as you go finer in your grind, you're yes. going to need a better quality. Bird you will,
1: and that's where we were saying at the beginning that if I think we said right at the beginning of, it's an important piece of equipment. As you buy, you buy a real expensive espresso machine. You need right. to buy a fairly a decent grind. Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit of a double whammy too because it gets quite expensive. It
1: does. It does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and um. So I guess, kind of looking at the notes here, you've written something I have no idea what it means. So well, I'll that? just say a word, and oh, you tell what, me what. What, what have I seen? It says encore. Oh, I was doing a, working out. Um, encore is a Brita
1: grinder. Oh, gotcha. That's what it is. That's the first entry, sort of one for from Brita. Um, but you can sort of work out. It could last five years, which is mm. quite good for a grinder, really.
0: Well, five years at how many? How like how often are you? Well, using that's the that? point.
1: You think about it. If you grind it let's just say, four days a week Mm. and uh, that means um, over that that five years you're going to have like what I've written down there 1,043 uses Mm. which works out to 0.12 cents per per day. Per use. Per use,
0: yeah. Well, and and that... 10 12 cents is not a lot. No. And I mean, when you can, I, I, yeah. when you compare that to, you know, what you'd pay at, at Starbucks or anywhere yes to buy coffee out, it's going to be a lot cheaper. I remember you and I one time yeah, you were This good is at a this. while ago. Yeah. We, we we calculated yes um that was for it, the for the espresso for, machine. That was for your old Rensilia, wasn't it? It's
1: uh so no, no, I think what well, no, I think we were looking at the ECM at that the espresso uh, machine. it was going to be a little more trying to
0: convince convince mom yeah yeah but we worked it out and it was just like ridiculously cheaper to get an espresso machine granted ridiculously cheaper over the time last, the next like five or ten years Yep. i think i think we worked it but out it was it's not, been not five long, years five. now or so oh yes so now we've paid it off right yep yep yeah and we're making money now <laughs> i mean you're making money every morning yeah that's, that's a... part of the enjoyment
1: of having the espresso in the morning now i think oh i'm making money
0: making money yeah, yeah mate. sweet so so we've looked at kind of why it's important we need consistency yes um on the cheap end you're looking at you know just what kind of birds does it have Mm -hmm. um one question that i kept coming back into my mind ceramic versus steel or other metal yes Are ceramic um to me that sounds really brittle
1: it does, doesn't it? No. Is it is
0: it is it is it brittle, I guess?
1: No, no. It's actually probably more quality than a stainless steel. It's it's really yeah, it's very um it's good quality stuff actually. It's not it'd be a bit useless you you grind your coffee the first time and you've got bits of ceramic or pottery. Well, I'm pottery. thinking like pottery. Yeah, then, yeah.
0: No, no, not like that, no. Okay. No, this is hard. This is good good stuff. So once you obtain this said grinder, this piece piece of your coffee entourage yes um what does cleanliness look like i mean like i think of a blade grinder i think of times i've seen blade grinders have never been cleaned Mm -hmm. but i was assuming with a burr grinder it's ever more important the more you spend on something the better care you should probably take of it i'm assuming well true
1: true like a lot of
0: things unfortunately
1: or unfortunately one of the downsides of a burr grinder they are going to probably produce more grounds grinds over the, the kitchen table wherever you're grinding um, compared to a blade grinder blade sort of contained in the the, the grinder itself mm. whereas a burr grinder because it's putting so much friction and heat into the um, the coffee it I guess you call it static and mm. it just it's like it just sticks to everything and suddenly you've got grounds all sorts of places you'd never expected
0: and so and if you're especially doing really fine grinder, yes. you can't do in a so you get more in force, a blade yeah. grinder, there's there's gonna be a lot of coffee dust, we'll say. Yeah. In yeah. the actual grinder itself that needs to get cleaned out mm-hmm. occasionally because mm-hmm. that dust can get really it's, yeah. into places.
1: It can, it can. Um I mean, you can get really serious. I've at times even taken my dear old little Encore uh, Baritza and I've taken found screws in the feet. You've got to usually take the rubbers off the bottom and you've combined these screws in all sorts of places and you can pull the whole thing apart. And yeah. I'm always quite surprised actually
0: where the dust gets. Is it, you find coffee deep? Deep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, So it's important to clean it and that kind of makes sense because yes. it, it is going to get everywhere. It's like a, it's a piece of machinery mm-hmm. and it's not going to operate well if it's not, yeah, clean. yeah. Um, The the thing you mentioned that I'm kind of curious about was mm-hmm. static. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it said before, like a blade grinder, when it cuts the coffee can cause heat and all sorts of stuff. And you mentioned the heat. Of a burr grinder mm-hmm. and static. Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by static? Static,
1: I guess I'm thinking like you may have heard of static electricity. It's sort of a thing where you rub, uh, what's it, a rule or something on your sleeve and you rub it up and down and then it, things stick to it.
0: Like rubbing a balloon on your arm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah.
1: like that. And that's really the same principle going on here because mm. things are rubbing very fast and with a lot of power, a lot of heat's generated. Suddenly it's, it starts sticking all sorts of places. So does that heat affect the bean? It can do. And that's a part of you thinking when people are making grinders, they're thinking about how can we lessen the heat, which mm-hmm. is why perhaps you go to a ceramic because it's less heat than stainless steel.
0: Right. Well, and does like the speed of the grinder affect that as well? Like it if you does. have a really fast grinder, it mm-hmm. can pull a lot of coffee through quickly or yes. like is there different qualities of grinder have different speeds to them yeah
1: it's a bit not too different from a car really of, hmm. of revs per minute and what, how the quality and the horsepower you're getting through that um, so it, it can be a lot of things can be happening there that uh, suddenly makes the coffee good or bad again
0: well, and that that you know that five thousand dollar grinder we right. mentioned, it it starts to make a little bit of sense. It does, yeah. Because it's like you can buy the right burrs, you can buy everything, the right adjustment. But if it doesn't have the like the horsepower mm-hmm. or the RPM to to support the beans, you can actually be burning beans or doing things with the beans that aren't yeah quite good. So it's crazy how. You can really get into some really f- some weeds with that. Um, you
1: can, it's, but some you're beginning to sound a bit nerdy at this point. But when you're sitting and drinking your coffee and you go, "Wow, this is good," right? That's a, a small part of it is the grinder and the type of grounds you've got. Well, it's there. not
0: a small part. It sounds like quite a big part. I like that. Really, <laughs> i was well, hoping you'd say that. And it, I mean, the overarching theme seems to be you get what you pay for. It, it yes, it does seem. And you can pay a lot. Yeah, you can. Now,
1: just to go back on that a little bit, you you sort of go if you go up to I don't I mean things change over time, but mm. today uh, if you buy you know four hundred plus, suddenly you are getting into a different realm that is mm. pretty good. Yeah, and you know you, you're you're going to consistently get good coffee coming from it. I'm thinking home more than commercial. Right. Commercial is a different thing. You are putting a lot of coffee through a lot of heat. Going yeah. Um.
0: So so. I mean. Burr is the way to go. Yes. Yep. Um, so can you walk me through dosing versus non-dosing? Okay. And then step versus stepless.
1: Okay. That's just two different styles of, of the burr. not so much the burrs we're talking about now, but we're talking about the dosing. It's like a, a, a dose of medicine. It's how much you're pulling through. Dosing uh, basically means you uh, you grind the coffee and it goes into a container, and a chamber, you, a chamber, which then you can uh, access that chamber and you dose out how much coffee you want.
0: And so I think of that in a more of a commercial setting, but you yeah, could it, yeah, it could yeah. work for your home. But it's like it grinds into a little chamber, and at the bottom of that chamber, there's like a, a paddle that swings around yep, yep, and pushes the common. coffee out a little port. So you could grind. So if you have your friends over, yes, you could grind a bunch of coffee. And then just use that little paddle to shuffle it out the hole into your portafiller, tamp it, and go. Yep.
1: Compared to the, the um, non dosing, which you would, you just basically put your portafilter or whatever container you have underneath, turn the grinder on, and it comes out straight into your container. Mm. You've got to stop, of course. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have a bit of a problem mess.
0: Well, I remember that Rancilio grinder you had for a while. That
1: was a good grinder. It was a good grinder, yeah. but it
0: did make a mess.
1: You can get a dose of that, though.
0: Oh, I got the set.
1: non-dosing one uh, for home because I didn't really need it. I, I didn't really want to be because
0: that pissed. one was just an on-off switch and it was basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay
1: again that's another do- that's another grinder that was a little more because I think it was like you're talking about my day I don't know $400 yeah. but it's a good high quality um, grinder that you get consistency with
0: and I don't want to jump ahead but the grinder that you have today mm-hmm. uh, well one of the grinders you have today um, is self Dosing. In a way, I mean, I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm using the wrong terms, but you put the portafiller in, yes. and it actually weighs the amount it puts out that's and stops at a certain point.
1: Right, and that's a, that's a this one's a this is a Britzer again, the City Two Hundred and Seventy WI, I standing for intelligent, and it is, mm. and the W stands for weight, and is Two Hundred and Seventy means Two Hundred and Seventy different uh, options you have for is the scale. Wow, so you've got a lot of options there. Um, that's unique in terms of you put if you're making espresso, you put your portafilter under there and it not just um, times it, which most grinders will, you'll know, start timing your your shot. It weighs it as times well. Times the
0: shot or weigh, times the coffee?
1: Times how long the grinder's going to stay on.
0: Oh, I see, I see.
1: 12 seconds, whatever it may be. So it
0: actually, based on the weight, will shut the grinder off.
1: Yep. It, I, for me, I like 18 grams, but when it gets 18 grams, it shuts it off immediately. It's very precise. And wow. you just take it out, tamp it, you're you're away it it ruins you i tell you
0: it makes you expect that all the time
1: yeah i put portafilters and coffee you know, <laughs> have, you ever,
0: have you ever turned a grinder on expecting it to shut yeah, off Yeah, and just keeps going oh <laughs> what, what? <laughs> so i mean there's a really wide spectrum you can have the dosing ones where it puts it into a, a containment yes place and then you dose it yes or you can have the direct, or you can have it where it automatically puts however much you want. Yeah.
1: A little more expensive, but, oh, mate, once you've had that, you're, you're ruined again. It's it's good stuff.
0: So you can really pick and choose what you want there.
1: And this is the nice part where the realm we're in now, you could do that, and that is, a, I, I'm enjoying that myself. Mm-hmm. You could go Breville, which used to do a lot, in my day, used to do vacuum cleaners and all sorts of stuff. They're yeah. really concentrating on coffee, <laughs> um, like uh, espresso machines, grinders, and all sorts of things now. Yeah. Um. But they've got a they've got a grinder now that uh, does a pretty good job. Ceramic, it's 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 you know, wow. it's burrs. I should know it's steel. I should say, but it's it's burrs. Good quality. Wow. It's 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 a good, easy to use grinder.
0: Nice. Oh, that's. I mean, it's it's cool to see things become more publicly available or common. Yes, common. It's helpful. Yeah. Um. And then so step versus stepless. What do those What do those mean?
1: It's a pretty easy one. It just basically means um whether you you. The grind setting you can have it on six, seven, eight, whatever you have it on for an espresso, six, then you can go up to. 30 for a french press and it's just got little clicks basically it goes all the way up stepping up to that mm. or you can have stepless which is just smooth you don't you don't it's probably got a line there telling you what it is but you don't feel any clicks and such
0: and i think of it kind of uh, in terms of like analog versus digital yeah um, but yeah like on your phone you can click the buttons for volume yes whereas you know on some stereos you have a volume knob that just moves yep. and goes that's, all that's the way a good up. analogy yeah yeah wow so we've got a lot of different things i i guess to to kind of finish off what um what are the different grinds or what's the spectrum of grinds within coffee maybe that's a little vague but like going from coarse to fine what kind of coffees am I going to be using coarse medium and then you know on the other side yeah
1: I mean it's this general rule of thumbs and with any grinding with to match your machine you're just gonna have to try things out And you're going to get some bad coffee, some good coffee. When you find the good coffee, just remember that. Write it down, whatever it is, and say, next time I want to make it at a 9 for whatever espresso, and I want to make it 32 for for a French press. But rule of thumb, very coarse. Mm -hmm. That's one end of the spectrum. That would be French press okay and that's you know i I can't verbally say how the hell that is you can go online and see examples next to a a coin and see (laughs) how big it is or how small it is but that is the bigger core stuff that a a blade grinder you may get away with Mm. i would suggest you using a blade grinder shake up and down the, the blade grinder just to try and get it consistent right um and then as you move through the other end of the spectrum would be probably turkish which is as i was saying like dust it's very fine <laughs> uh, right? but typically it'd be more espresso which is fine not as fine as turkish mm. um and uh so you're getting a lot of uh, surface area and the water gets into it very quickly which is why an espresso 20 30 seconds you're done
0: right the time as opposed to french press being four to five minutes
1: exactly exactly it's got very much less surface area because it's coarse and right in the middle you've got the all the the drip machines out there that uh will be in the medium, medium coarse, medium fine, however, which way you find uh, mm-hmm. best does it. Um, and that's, that's the Chemex, that's the cone, that's all these ones like in the pour middle. pour over, yeah. that kind of fit into Pour, that. yeah, very much so, yeah.
0: Because I guess pour over is going to be finer than French press because it's spending less time exactly. over the grounds, yep. but... Yeah, okay.
1: it's it's sitting there. And, well, it's not more time. French press, the water just sits there right. with it, whereas a pour over, you pour the water over and it goes through. And once it's gone through, it's not sitting in the coffee mm. It's gone through and it's 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 coffee now.
0: Yeah. So, kind of to to sum everything up, if you have a blade grinder, well, think about a burr Yeah. Um, but coarse and French press is kind of where you're going to be sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, once you move up to the burr don't go for a plastic burr. Mm-hmm. Um, in the long run, it's probably going to be more expensive if it breaks or it's not working. Exactly. You get to buy another one. It's like, or uh... you're going to have a rotten day because you've just <laughs> had a bad coffee. <laughs> yeah. what's yeah. why <laughs> that's not worth it. <laughs> um, so go for a burr grinder with metal burrs or ceramic burrs. Um, and then, kind of from that point on, you're looking at you know what is your preference as far as dosing those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure, obviously, it's got the right. Uh, pull through, so I can pull the coffee through, and all that kind of stuff, and kind of getting into those weeds. It, it's kind of more or less, you know, just research on that mm-hmm. on that front. But yeah. getting a burr grinder, with trial metal, and error at
1: that point. You'll you once you got to that stage, you're gonna know pretty quickly whether you've got over extracted coffee, under extracted coffee. You, you're gonna know.
0: Well, it sounds like you need a lot of coffee too cuz you got to want to test that grind. You're going to want to you going to want to buy a bag just for grinding. That's oh, sure <laughs> right. I would
1: suggest making a roaster your best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is yeah. No, that's that's good stuff and I think that we could probably end there, right? Can't good. think. Of, I mean, unless you can think of anything No, no,
1: no. I think you covered the the, the, the basics of grinding. It's an
0: important feature that you do not want to miss. You you want to go there. Yeah, you don't want to mess it up. No. You don't want to mess no. it up. Well, thank you again for 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 tuning in, listening wherever you're listening to this. Um if you if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and give us some stars, give us a review, check us out on beanstuff.com. One thing I wanted to add that that I thought was interesting mm-hmm. is I so I, I worked on the website about a week ago and mm-hmm. I came to you and I said, "Hey, does this look good?" And your first response was not oh, visually this looks good, or something, the first response is, hmm, the beans in the background are a little bit dark. <laughs> and, and so we had to adjust the beans in the background. That's right. It's important stuff. I so if I'm... you want to see what, what 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 Paul decided was the okay beans, and he wasn't 100% pleased, but it was what, what, what was what we had, um, go to beanstuff.com. You can also listen to our podcast from there. Uh, obviously, you're listening to it at the moment, so you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Um,
1: it's not a bad idea, actually. We should do a um uh, a podcast on on dark, light, medium roast. That's a whole topic in itself. That I know that's exploded in the last five years. <laughs>
0: well, and I I just saw in your notes here about decaffeinated coffee. That's, oh yes, kind of. I'm excited about that okay. one.
1: Okay, so. that's an It's exploded in the last few years now too.
0: But so yeah, feel well, free to things. check us out on BeanStuff.com. Also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, <laughs> yeah. uh, check us out on Twitter at it's at Bean underscore stuff um and then we also have a facebook page at bean stuff podcast um yeah so check all those places out um feel free to contact us um via any of those methods and uh thank you for listening Bye.